0: What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. What about you? Oh, you know, living the fucking American dream here. Yeah,
1: i wish I could say the same, but I don't live in America, so. Uh, you,
0: you could, yeah. you could for the low, low price of. Um, I don't know My what dignity? it takes to get here, so don't quote me on that I,
2: I,
1: I thought about it. I did actually think about it at one point. Really? Yeah, a couple of years ago, um, watching you know, watching everyone on YouTube, and I thought, oh. Maybe I should move from here over to America. And then I realized, like, nah. <laughs> yeah, I it's, enjoy living in Australia, so it's all good.
0: It's, well, it's not... Well, the only America I know of is, like, SoCal, and it's fucking terribly expensive to live here. But the Drift Sea yeah. is quite all right. Um, So, you know, we kind of deal with that. But... Yeah. Before we get into too much, I'm going to ask you who you are, what you do. Nope, nope. It's been a while since I did an episode, so forgive me. What is it? It's a. Uh, who are you? What you drive? Where you drive? Yeah, fuck it. Introduce yourself, my man. All right, so my name's Troy. Um,
1: I live in Brisbane, Australia. Currently don't drive anything because I'm. Balls deep, building a turbo LS3 E46 coupe. Um, did previously have a Commodore, which would be a GTO or a G8 over in uh, you know land of the freedom over there. Um, and I predominantly drive at Queensland Raceway in um, Ipswich,
0: Australia. Damn a G8. That's not a bad idea. Well, not
1: a G8 per se. It's like a it's a GTA, GTO year model of a g8 so it's a it's a sedan gto basically
0: no it's. i get it. it's the same platform right it's just kind of like a different um
1: yeah it's just a it's basically just a um four-door gto which in the later in later years became the g8 and the ss over there so basically it's a glorified taxi over here
0: noted no yeah. like i love my cadillac but to the core, I am like a Chevy guy. So
2: yeah.
0: It's just the four-door Chevy I can afford with the V8. I can't afford yeah, the, sure. uh, the all-SS yet. Well, actually, I think it's fucking ugly, to be honest. But we, <laughs> we won't get into we that.
1: Don't get, we don't get them over here, though. That's, um, that's the thing. Like You guys have got a whole bunch of cars over there that we don't get here. And then we've got cars over here. That and vice you versa. Like, you guys have the U. Yeah.
0: I think the U's awesome. But the only reason yeah. I probably think the Ute is awesome is because we don't have it. Like, for instance, I fucking hate the El Camino. Hate it. I don't give a yeah. shit who, yeah. which one it is. Yeah. Except for, like, maybe the first year. Like, yeah. outside of that, don't care about them. But you guys have the Ute and we don't. So now I'm like, oh, those that's an interesting car.
1: Yeah, you guys are kind of, like, your, your pickups, like the Silverados and all that are what we would call a Ute over here. Um, They're fucking big Ute, but you know they're still a Ute. Um, we, we're going to ask just you a, those here as well.
0: I'm going to ask you a dumbass question. What does a yeah. Ute mean?
1: it's uh, short for utility vehicle. Uh
0: okay, okay, so, that okay, that kind of makes sense. All right, I, ne- yeah. I never, I never looked it up, so don't.
1: No, no, so yeah. not, not a lot of people. Let's. I feel like we abbreviate um not abbreviate yeah abbreviate a lot of things down here so yeah like utility vehicle get shortened to ute and
0: that's sort all of the stuff but yeah that's fair <laughs> that's fair so yeah no I get it uh so let's go a little bit into this build and then we'll yeah. kind of get into like your drifting stuff and stuff like that um what yeah. do you ha- what do you i know you do have like the ls swap stuff but like, let's yep. get into the nitty gritty. Like, what are you doing for like suspension? Um, and then we'll kind of get into like the fab work stuff. But you know, the yep. basics Absolutely. of engine pack, engine and drivetrain package, and then we'll do suspension.
1: Yep. Um, so it is a LS three out of a basically a Chevy SS over there um, that I sort of bought disassembled because it had dropped a I think it dropped a valve
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um and so a yeah, aluminum a block? With, yeah aluminum block um, yeah. and I bought it actually not long after I bought the car which was I think 20 ooh, 17 I think um, and it basically sat in my spare room disassembled because I didn't really have much money to do a motor and then yeah eventually sold my Commodore and sort of had some money to put into the bmw which is what i did and a friend of mine go he builds engines and he goes oh i can build your motor for if you want and i said oh yeah if you want um i said he goes what What are you looking to get out of it and i said oh to be honest like i don't care what kind of power it makes as long as it's reliable and it's reliable and if you can throw in some reliability be good so that's what he basically gave me it's it's still, the factory uh, pistons and rods in it, but it's got ARP bolts, um, well, uh, mailing oil pump double row timing chain. It's got a reverse split comp cam for the turbo. It's got uh, LS7 lifters. It's got Che, I think there's Che trunnion roll rockers, push mm. rods. So, it's like a, it's what I would call like a you know quote unquote built motor just without the forged internal part um and I've got a you know GT45 to stuff some air into it so
0: what's the GT45 I'm, specs I'm I'm new to know. turbos that I've been like looking them up but
1: I don't I don't know but but it's big <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I've been looking
0: hey. at, yeah I've been, uh, I've been I've been I've been kind of like throwing the idea around I'm doing like a rear mount on the caddy um yeah. to like keep the weight where it's at without having to, yep. like, deal with, like, certain things, issues that come with, like, yeah. you know, a hot-ass turbo right in front of your motor. Um, yeah. but I'm still on the fence about it because of, like, the rear mount shit, and everyone's like, what about the fucking, you know, the boost leg? I was like, I don't know. I haven't figured that part out yet. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, like, I haven't, my, my biggest thing is, like, i I very, um, obviously the turbo I know creates a lot of heat so i'm trying to minimalize like the power steering pump is one that i'm still trying to toss up what i'm going to do like i want to run a, a bmw pump for the rack mm-hmm. but where it hey, sits on the heat. i will
0: i will just throw this out there i don't know what rack yep. you have but i had um when i had my e46 i had i think it was like a 325 um yep. but i had the ctsv rack the ctsv pump on it zero issues on power steering. Huh. So okay. I'm just going to throw um, that out there for, I don't know what, what pulley assembly you have, but I think the space, should be the same, like as far as, um, like the Corvette shit. So, I don't, yeah. so which motor, like if you have the same spacing, you, you'll have to look at whatever, um, pulley system you have, but it should, I believe it's the same because the Cadillac and Corvette share the same engine, um, especially yeah. on the LS6
1: think it's the I think it's a Corvette um, spacing because it's the pulley the crank pulley sits quite a way in I was talking to some guy that does he makes the brackets for the BMW pump to the head Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah he's going oh you need this one that will sit the pump off the side of the head and like uh, rearward so it's sort of um, beside the head and I'm like no I don't want that I want one that sits directly in front of the headlight like factory because i have a big ass turbo that's going to be sitting right there
0: on which side are you gonna have, so i know that your car is going to be a right hand drives car so are you going to have it yeah. on the driver's side the turbo or are you going to have it on the passenger side
1: so i'll have it on the left hand side behind the headlight
0: so um, that would um, so be that would the, be the passenger my... side on your vehicle right yes okay so that's what the power steering pump is <laughs> as yeah. far as so far I'm as seeing... the ctsv goes
1: you see, my conundrum I've got is I'm trying not to cook power steering fluid or anything like that. Yeah, I've not got a big turbo in there. Um, I did look at electric pump like the MR2, which I think like Dylan Hughes and a couple of other people have got. Uh-huh. Um, I have ran an electric pump in my Commodore before, and I did two days with it and I tore it out because it's horrible. So I don't really want to go electric pump, but if I've got to, I've got to. But it's
0: just... no, that's understandable. You don't want to, yeah. You don't want to deal with, like, electrical issues if you don't have to. But, you know, it's kind of like a give and take for everything. So, you know, kind of like, choose your heart.
1: Like, my thing is I just want to to make a reliable car. Um, Yeah. I I don't don't know if you remember, but I had a whole bunch of problems with my previous car because when I built it, I didn't have a lot of money, and I sort of cut corners on some things. Don't we all? And, yeah. And then it just, like, I had, I think maybe in the few years that I did have it, Uh driving properly i had one or two times i actually drove without any problems and also at the time it didn't help that when i built the car i was probably the second person in australia and new zealand to actually build a car out of uh, that caliber of a car out of that chassis so there was not a lot of information around as to what you can do um and then I was sort of a le- learning curve for that, and now
0: yeah, gosh, everyone's
1: got one. Everyone's got one now. It's
0: just like, oh. <laughs> no, yeah, that makes sense. And you're like, shit, I should have just kept it at this point.
1: Uh, like I, I missed the car because I have had the car for ten years and
0: amount um, of value type shit.
1: Yeah, but at the same time, like I was getting frustrated with it because I kept I kept having problems with it, and um, yeah, and then in the end, I was just like, I'm just gonna sell it because we we were moving house and I needed. To get rid of one of the cars, yeah, and I thought I might as well get rid of that. Someone else can go and like it's a good car. It was it was a lot of like not one-off prototypey stuff, but one-off prototypey stuff in it. Like the the four four callovers were custom built for the car, but they were the very first ever built by that company, mm. and they were the first true callovers for that car that is now mass produced. And the angle kit was custom made for it. and there's a whole lot of stuff in it that was all custom built, which was cool until no yeah, <laughs> happened. Yeah, till, till what happened to me was I, um, my family come over from New Zealand. I took them out to the track for the first time to um, actually go for riding it. And I came off the track because I decided to put my big wing on and came off the track with my little brother in the car and found a drainage ditch with a control arm. And then that was the whole story trying to get that fixed because the guy that made it all decided he liked um drugs and didn't want to help me so that's when i decided i need another car that i can get stuff for and now we're here damn yeah
0: people don't think it'd be like that but it do
1: oh just like you know like we cut a deal and he's just like oh you know in, in exchange for designing this kit and selling this kit like we'll give you a sponsorship deal okay all good and then when I heard him up, I said, mate, I've come off the track. I've broken this arm. He goes, yeah, cool. Bring it down, bring it down. He brought it down. He goes, I've got these new arms. They're like a one-piece design. You know? They're mm-hmm. all, me out know, I'm like, cool, cool. Because I had competition. This is on a Friday. I had competition on the Sunday. And he, get, and he pulls out this arm. He goes, yeah, here you go. That's some sweet. He goes, yeah, 800 bucks. I was just like, I'm going to miss the competition because I'm not fucking paying that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, sort of... It went a bit sour between us because he, he was basically ripping me off. And then, like my good mate that came over from New Zealand as well, he was building a car and he saw all the problems and struggles I had with this guy. Mm-hmm. And he still took his car to him to get work done. And I was just like, oh, you're an idiot. And then, yeah, that's why that's how I ended up with the BMW because I wanted something that I could just go buy stuff off the shelf, which is pretty much why I've got the Beamer.
0: So, yeah. I think that's actually how you and I kind of connected was I had my BMW and what like while I was building it in <laughs> 2016, it's probably been when, since we started following Shit, that's five years, man. It's our first conversation <laughs> ever in real life. Oh. <laughs> um, whatever time it was in 2016, because I think I got that car in like fucking October of 2016. So maybe even 2017. So push in five years for sure. Um, yeah. But I remember, like when I first got in that car, like there wasn't a whole lot of information about it.
2: Mm.
0: Like now, it's a now it's pretty much a cookie cutter build, uh, yeah. as far as the vehicle goes. I mean, yours is yours is a little <clears throat> bit more uh, interesting because it, it's a right hand drive car. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, it, like yeah, maybe you have like an angle kit that you can just bolt on and some coilovers and stuff. But you still got to figure out the right hand drive ls swap shit
1: yeah so when i started that so before i bought the car mm. um, i don't know if any other people do this but i actually did a whole ton of research into the e46 because originally i wanted to get an S 14 or S 15 um but then i because my my um yeah because my, my gsr is from rick at rts mm. um that was when he was running the FD program for Alex, How I can't know how to pronounce his last name, Peruvian guy, Hilburn. He, um, I've said, you know, friends with Rick on Facebook and all that, and I was watching watching what they're doing with the car, and I'm like, hmm. So I looked up prices, and I'm like, oh. And I was sort of talking to Rick about it. I said, oh, if I buy an E46, like, what sort of stuff that you – have on Alex's car. Would I be able to buy for this car? And he basically just said, "If you've got the money, you can have fucking everything on this car." I'm like, "Sweet." So then went and did my research, like you know about the rear subframe mounts and all that sort of stuff, and concluded, "Yeah, it'll do." So went out and found one, and it's still sitting as a rolling shell with a roll cage in it.
0: <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, dude. Yeah, and then didn't you have gotten like did? What rear end are you running on that car? Or what's the plan for that car?
1: What which one?
0: Your E forty six because I, I know you have like the dog box and the LS. But what are you gonna do for a rear end?
1: Um, so that's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna run anything BMW. Um, I am. The current plan is to use a GTO diff and axles um so i have the um see seems seems legit garage billet stub axles that go into the into the hubs mm-hmm. um which they suit they have that uh the porsche i think it's a 930 cv bolt pattern mm-hmm. which by sheer coincidence is also the same bolt pattern as gto axles so my logic behind it was i can use a gto diff and GDO axles. Apart from the diff mounts having to get fabbed up, it's "quote unquote" a bolt-in application.
0: In yeah, but like, are they the axles? same length in the axles?
1: Oh, I haven't pulled that far ahead yet, but yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a, I, I get guy. where
0: you're coming from, but if you're like, but if you're like an yeah. inch short, you're kind of fucked. Covered um,
1: that. I'll cover that because um, uh, there's actually a, a guy here that makes axle spaces. I know someone over in Western Australia has actually done the conversion already. Um, and it is said, I can't remember what he said now. They do, like, it does fit. Um, I think one axle might be a bit short or might be a bit long. Something along something those lines, but that's cross
0: that bridge when I get to it. I never considered an axle conversion until you just mentioned that. Like, you said that out loud right now.
1: Yeah. Well, Like, I, I wanted to go for like a, a Ford eight point eight, like what all you guys have over there, but yeah, we don't get we don't get that model Explorer over here. Like, I, I looked. I had my dad, who's um who runs a tone company in New Zealand, and I had him looking for them as well. And he's oh yeah, we can get them. And he goes, I'm like, that's a solid axle, Dad. Yeah. I'm like, no, I need the I need the independent one. He goes, but you said an Explorer, diff I'm like, I did, but that's a solid axle. I can't put that in my car.
0: Oh. Okay, <laughs> I th- I think so because I'm in the process of doing that right now. Like so, this weekend we what we have here is we have like LKQ, pickup parts like a like yeah. a junkyard, so to speak. So you yep. go pull your your own parts off of like old junk cars. Um, and this weekend, so they do it like every fucking like holiday weekend. So this weekend is gonna be our Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um. So they kind of have. A fifty percent, well, they do have a fifty percent off sale. So, I'm gonna go get myself a Ford eight point eight housing for an IRS. Yep. This weekend, that that's my plan. So
1: I did. I, I did see that on. I think it was on Facebook or Instagram. I did see you share that, and I thought you'd just
0: yeah person having a laugh. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm I mean, actually the, like, are, yeah, are, I have the, a customer's um, car here right now with one. He has a CTSV yeah. with the 8.8 kit in it. Um, yeah. I won't be able to use the same kit. I can use probably <coughs> the axles that the driveshaft shop sells. Um, but outside of that, I actually have to like lift my diff because I have the same situation like with the FRS, with the diff being too low. So yeah. like the axles are kind of angled at like a poor rate, so to speak. Yeah. Like where they're they're still the diff. I mean, they point up. So, like, let's just yeah. say, like, here's the diff, and then look at the, like, the, um, the fuck is the word I'm looking for? I oh, I hate that I'm like this. Um, the opinion. But when you the get opinion? to, like, the hubs, like, the hubs will be higher. So, like, you have that angle where the, um, the diff sits technically lower than where... The uh, spindle would sit. So you kind of have that bowing up. And then, like, obviously it's a drift car, so it squats. So when it squats more, it kind of fucking even does more articulation with the axle. So you kind of like run into that problem. So the plan is to like kind of raise the diff a little bit and kind of hope it solves some issues. Uh, But, anyways, uh, back to what I was saying, like, LKQ is having like a sale this weekend. So I'm going to take my ass over there and go get. Um, an 8.8 housing, probably for like eighty dollars, and <laughs> I bought a set of used 410 gears that my customer is currently swapping out to like a 373 for like fifty bucks. So oh, I'm yeah. probably gonna be in a diff, you know, a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, like if I, if I could get an 8.8, like I'd, I'd happily run one, but we don't get them down here. And I looked at trying to get them from the states, and it's just. Not worth money, and then the other like the other thing I wanted to do obviously would be a quick change, but they're six grand over here, and then
0: no, are they them, really?
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, how a, much? A... Wait, so how much? How much are they if you buy one from Rick? Because I know if you buy one from Rick, it's like three grand, give or take a few hundred bucks. Is it the shipping um, that fucks you?
1: I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I have, I've sort of looked into Rick's ones. Uh, once or twice, but I haven't, I don't remember off the top of my head whether it would cost, but it was about the same. But I'm pretty sure this company that's um, over here that's importing them, I think they are RTS diffs. I could be wrong, but they have them for $6,000 like Yeah, but they got, you got to
0: be mindful too that they're probably, they're, they're in their business, so they're in business for profit. Um, yeah. You know, and I'll say this as an independent driver who doesn't have, financial backing like yeah i have a few parts that i've got um you know fully sponsored but outside of that i no one's paying for me to go racing um yeah i i think you can probably like last i checked and this was like a couple years ago so like we'll just exclude in inflation right now but it was like yep. 2800 bucks for the diff i think total you were gonna be able if you lived here you were able to get a diff for like Thirty two hundred bucks, and that's just the diff. Yeah, that's no more. You st- you're still gonna spend at least, you know, two grand to twenty five hundred on axles. Yeah, that's
1: and like that's fine for over there, but when you're down here, it's like even even getting one from H D K is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, but um, H
0: D K is known for being like super expensive. Don't get me wrong, their product is second to none. It's an amazing oh. product, but I've also heard that it's gonna be a minute before you get your shit
1: oh i've i bought two things from hdk both of them took uh several several months to arrive now the boot lid that i got or sorry the trunk lid i got was understandable because they did say up front it'll be um from the date you purchase it'll be one month leave time till we make it and then it'll be about a month for it to get here i'm like that's cool the other thing i ordered that took a few months to get here was a beanie a fucking beanie and it took like i was asking and oh, you probably saw them back in the back of, a little while i was asking groups going who's bought stuff with htk like i'm got no contact from them and i've been waiting for you know this amount of time and they're like oh just be patient and turn up I'm like and then
0: it turned up and i'm like yeah
1: it doesn't really fit my head
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> No, I get it, I get it. Um, I've I've heard similar stories from, like, I think another driver, a BMW driver, we both know, who's who's asked a similar question for, like, a full body kit they ordered. Um, you know who
1: that was?
0: Who, who would that be? Uh, you know who it is. We won't throw their name out there because I don't want to throw them into this. But, like, I've heard similar fucking situations, especially for, like, their... Uh, I don't know the BMW chassis number but it's not the E92 it's the other one that they make the for the fucking that
1: are we, are we are we are we talking about a body kit or are we talking about a dashboard
0: oh shit it might be both um cuz if,
1: if it's the person I'm thinking of he ordered a dashboard that took forever to turn up and then it eventually turned eventually did turn up
0: oh i don't remember if it turned up i think they ordered like the body panel kit but I know like Josh Robinson ordered one and he got it but I think it kind of they're like shit we better get this motherfucker out
1: yeah well I, I spoke to Josh on Instagram a
0: while ago about it and then I was just yeah, I asked him about it he goes oh
1: no it's all like because he's got the carbon Kevlar one and he, he goes even even as a partnership deal like it's too bloody expensive for what it is and like and I just got the five boot lid and I thought that nearly blew my ring eye out when I saw the price of it I'm like, yeah. but
2: yeah
0: Hey, you could have any price you want. You better back it up. <laughs> Pretty much. But it, look, it,
1: it's like a really well made trunk lid, though. Like four or yeah, three. from my
0: understanding, their product is yeah, fucking amazing.
1: But it's got, you know, sunken in, um, well, not sunken in, but it's got like rib nuts so you can attach it to factory hinges. And yeah, like it's a well made, well made bit of fiberglass. But... Have you ever
0: seen their, um, their FD E46? Like in seen it in person? Dude, Not person, no. that thing is fucking nuts. So I saw their E46. I never got to. I never got a chance to see the um, their E92. But, yep. I mean, I saw it from like a a far, but I never got to see it like up close, like I did the E46. But they they did the um, what is it? The uh, subframe tie-in, you know, and they do the uh, yeah yeah. Well, they weld it in from to the cage. Yeah, <laughs> and then like if you look at it, like you can see that they cut it with a sawzall. <laughs> so it wasn't connected to the subframe anymore. "Quote unquote," you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that was how they had to pass tech. <laughs> uh,
1: i like, obviously being in Australia, like I haven't had the chance to sort of see proper FD cars in person. But I like, admittedly, I've seen about four of them in person, and like. As much of the like drifting, I like, I like nerding out at them. Like going up and nerding over the car. Like I think the last time I came to California, um, we went to Reese Millen's shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember what for, but Reese happened to be there, and because obviously we my dad and I are back from New Zealand, I had a little New Zealand flag on the hire car, and he he came right driving in, into the car park, and he seen the flag, and he's like, "Are you from New Zealand?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I said i just come to buy a t-shirt and i think i bought a helmet he goes oh do you want to come over and see the race cars i'm like uh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah and so he took us over to the other side of the the complex where his um shop was he had the uh the genesis uh sitting there and i was like holy shit, that's an actual fd car and then you know my dad's like oh you know don't don't touch anything and they're like oh and then i think uh one of the mechanics he's oh come have a look and He's like, yeah, you can climb underneath and have a look at all the suspension. I'm like, okay. So I was like nerding out over that, and um, yeah, Samuel, Samuel Hubinette's car, the Challenger, was in New Zealand that I saw that in person, which was pretty cool. And then yeah, oh, Mad Mike's cars, obviously, and the car that I nerded out over the most was Warren um, Gittens' car, the New Zealand.
0: His and New Zealand car.
1: Oh, it's his old his first um s550 that he built
0: uh-huh. that he that's the one he wrecked in texas
1: the... no nah, that was a
0: s197 How do i'm not a fucking ford guy so when you like reference them no idea what you're no, talking about
1: ne- neither am i but how do i know this and you don't
2: um
0: the, i'm not a ford so first... guy <laughs>
2: yeah
1: okay. that's why For, I the first the first mustang that he built that three-wheeled um the new the one, you know, the new shape. Yeah. He campaigned that for I don't know how many years, but then when they when RTR built him a new chassis, his original chassis was sent down to New Zealand, um, where one of the local drivers now drives it in the D one N Z series.
0: Oh shit, I know um, who you're talking about. Yes, the one he sold it to.
1: Fangadan. Yes. He, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yes. know you're talking about. So um yeah, I was in the country, I think, attending a funeral at the time. Oh, the, the LED, LED the lightning, festival sorry. Was going. Oh, yeah, no, was great. Um, yeah, the, at the time, Leadfoot was on, which is Rob Nolan's thing. And um, um, one of my mates goes, oh, do you want to go down to Leadfoot? I'm like, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, actually, Warren we'll, we'll Giddens' car is there. I'm like, yeah, let's go. So we toddled on down. And, then, yeah, I went had a bit like, took a whole lot of photos of the car and, like, all the um, – nerdy race car stuff that i sort of i'm into and all that and then yeah um Dan ended up with it who ironically is the other person that had a common drift car at the time i built mine um who in person said to me oh i'll give you you know just hit me up and i'll give you some advice on the car and when i hit him up i just got ghosted so i had to learn it all on myself it was pretty heartbreaking <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, it's um, like well, yeah, big big nerd for race car stuff like that. Like looking at, yeah, I sort of go over photos on Facebook and nerd no out over stuff because I don't know why, but it's just what I do.
0: <laughs> no, no, I I, I get it. You, you, so for for people that don't know who Troy is, uh, if you've ever asked a fucking question, within the drifting world, you see Troy there answering the fucking (laughs) question that like Daigo only could answer I'm like how the fuck do you know this information or why do you know this information about Rick from RTS why do you know this information about Vaughn's program I don't even know how you get it half the time to be quite honest but you know it
1: I, I know it so the thing with that is I don't actually know how I know this stuff but I think what it is is I will see it somewhere and I'll just for some reason it'll get stuck in my head um, but then there's also stuff like I work out in my head logistically from my how I would get my point of view like when mad might come over with this um Miata
2: mm-hmm. he came
1: over one year with a blue car mm-hmm. and it was I think the NC platform and then the following year. He facelifted it to the whatever the model is after, I think the ND or something like that. And everyone's going, "Oh, he's built a new car, he's built a new car." And it's like, "No, he hasn't built a new car. He's put new panels on it." And then like, "No, no, he's built a new car." And I'm like, you know, "Why would you spend all the time and money developing and building a car, basically just put it in a bin and build a completely new one for the next year?" The only person I know that does that is Kuma Kubo from Team Orange.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He builds a Subaru, then builds an Evo, then builds another Evo, and then builds something else. Like. So, makes no sense So,
0: which of cars are in storage and haven't been used for a couple of years
1: uh, I'm pretty sure Colt from Redline Restorations in uh, Connecticut I think it is he owns the majority of Team Orange cars now
0: must be nice to be rich yeah
1: he, I know he's got a lot of top secret cars and I know he's he does own the Evo 9 and the Evo 10 but yeah I just...
0: the, the Team Orange cars right
1: yeah the team orange ones i don't know if they're in america i don't know if they're in america yet i don't think so i think they're
0: still in um, japan from my understanding
1: yeah um but basically to answer your questions i will look at stuff and i absorb information and i yeah,
0: just sort of can recall Oh, so your fucking information up. is all bullshit and it's a guess. Got it. Yeah. That'd, that'd <laughs> you know what's bad. funny is because you were like, no, it's not going to be Adam that goes to RTR. And you were wrong.
2: I oh,
1: know. Maybe I didn't know. Maybe it was... Well, in, in, my, in my defense, I, I thought it would have been um, Travis Reader, but, and then at the same time, like, I was looking at evidence stacking up against me, like about, about um, LZ going over and I'm like, what threw me off was when Ray from RTR commented on something going, y'all have no idea. It's hilarious. And I'm like, well, I'm going to take his, his comment over everyone else going, Oh, it's LZ. It's LZ. And then when the, when the, um, it came out that it was LZ, I had like three people message me going, nah, 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 nah you were wrong. I was right. And I'm just like, you know what? Block.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. But... I, I get it. And it, it, it... And like, just to like touch on that for a second, like a lot yeah. of a lot of I've seen like so much hate on the LZ factor. Um, yeah, but I think people forget like that. Like uh, things change, so yeah. so I I feel like uh, I think LZ was like kind of like their best choice to go with as far as like LZ yeah. a really good driver. I'll never shit on him as being. A bad driver because he's not he's he's not he's been on the podium for a reason because he's a good driver um secondly uh he as from like a uh, business standpoint and in in today in the 2021 market he's the most financially beneficial driver to bring on yeah does that make sense like we're in it to make money like I mean, maybe maybe you and I aren't in it to make money, or maybe the average person isn't in it to make money. But at some point, you have to like turn that into like I have to fucking be profitable off of this. And I think that's a good thing. I think I think Adam LZ going to RTR is the right step for drifting because now you can kind of like have that backing. Like, let's just say I don't fucking know. We'll just. Who else has a TJ Hunt, for instance, he has a, a really great uh YouTube following as well. And, oh. you know, he can potentially be the next F D driver that comes in because he has he has that uh, relationship with Nas energy drink. Yeah. So he can technically fall under Chris Forsberg's team. Granted, that's already happened this year. With somebody who is like a little bit less known. Um, still a great driver nonetheless. And then I think TJ's also a really good driver as well. Like if anybody who's seen him drive, he is a good driver. Like I, I get that a lot of people are like kind of like they're haters. People are haters in general. I've, I'm guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. Um, but TJ's like a good driver. He's progressed a lot in the past few years. He and I started doing drifting around the same time. Obviously, he's more well known. So people know who the fuck he is. Don't know who yeah. I am. um, But I can see him coming in and I can kind of see that future kind of happening with him where like he would join the NOS energy drink team and kind of compete. I don't know if he plans on doing that, whether he does or doesn't, don't care. Um, yeah. But like he's built his foundation to actually do that. So people are kind of upset, like, oh, he's just famous. I'm like, yeah, but he was kind of fucking a nobody at some point. We all were. We're all going to yeah. be. Um, but I think people kinda like they they try to throw that uh it, even my friends like i'm I'm really good friends with a lot of drivers or not a lot that's that's a lot with a handful of drivers I'm good friends with, and these these a lot of some of the my friends are really great drivers, yeah, uh, maybe they've had you know not the best luck at certain situations, but they're really good drivers, but they've even complained like. Oh, it must be nice because, you know, they have all these followers. Why do they get these deals? I'm like, because they have all these followers. <laughs> do better. Like, I'm like, I don't know what you want to do. Either you, you make the choice to, like, pay for this yourself, which is um, kind of something, you know, some of us do. And I'm one of them. I don't want that backing because I don't want to deal with the 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 date. I don't want this to be my fucking job. I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, I'm glad this team came on board to help me with this season. Like, I don't want to fucking do that. Like I I would be, I am appreciative, of course, but I don't want to be like, thanks to, you know, snickerdoodle for coming on board and paying for our sneezing. Um, And I think snickerdoodle is just actually like a type of candy, not an actual candy brand.
1: (laughs) You, You don't want, you don't want to go to the workshop where they teach you the energy drink company will teach you how to, Hold a can correctly. So
0: exactly.
1: And that, like, you know, that little Lego. You know, the way mm-hmm. the Lego minifigs have their little yeah. little hands, like little cup. You got to hold it like that. Like if you watch anything like, and you JR better have or, your fucking
0: pinky up because if you don't, yeah, you're, gonna, you're a piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I heard. I heard there's like a. I think I don't know if any other companies. I know Red Bull does it. They have like a. I don't know if, how long. Like a day program where they teach you how to hold a can, on camera while you're going i want to thank red bull i want to think yeah it's just like
0: don't they hold it from the bottom
1: no no they sort of clutch it like a u-shape around the outside of it as long as the main logo is prominent it's i mean i remember watching a live stream with um warren Mm -hmm. got interviewed or something like that and he picked the can up and you could see him rotate it in his hand to get the monster logo facing outward for the camera and i was just like yeah, well, it's not really my cup of tea to be honest. Like,
0: Agreed. having
1: people having people help like financially and or you know with the car, like that's great. And like, I do have a couple of people that are helping me with the car in terms of like, the fabrication and all that. But like, I, I, it's, I there's no way I could go out to someone with a you know, hey, do you want to sponsor my car? Because you know, we don't really have a big um, FD style drifting championship in Australia yeah we do in new zealand which is like when i actually bought my bmw it was um the original plan was to build it more or less to like an an fd spec and then send it home because to compete in um, d1nz back home because i've got like family i've got workshop and all that sort of stuff over there where i could actually run in the d1nz championship over there in terms of like a logistics side of it with my dad's company having trucks and transport and storage and all that stuff we've got mm-hmm. enough people over like the uh my best friend who helped me build my commodore he moved back to new zealand a few years ago so he's over there but other people over there that could help me actually run a program in new zealand from australia if i wanted to do that which i'm still kind of tossing up about doing maybe we'll see how we go when the car is actually built and and driving like I'm just like, it's been four, four or five years since I've had the car and it's still a rolling shell. Um, I put yeah. the motor in it the other week, which is like a huge milestone because I had people on the interwebs giving me shit about it. <laughs> and, um, it took my, took my friend about it, about a year to actually build that motor. Um, because it's, when I, when he picked it up, I said to him like, I'm not in any rush to have the motor back. So just, you know, um, along two bits and pieces on it and yeah, it took about a, it took about a year and after about it was, as it was closing to that year mark i was sort of getting a bit not annoyed but like you know can i have a motor back and then i'd hit him up on facebook like well, hey mate um how's you know what's this in the motor and he'd be like oh i just got to do this got to do this i'm like cool i'm booked for a dyno on thursday and he'd just be like what be like no i'm kidding The car doesn't even fucking run mate. like calm down <laughs> Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, eventually I got it back, and I was just like, oh, this is the best thing in the world. And then, um, yeah, got it home and threw the gearbox, threw it in the car and took a whole lot of photos, and that was two weeks ago. And now I'm sort of just sort of waiting and biding time for it. The car's going to go up to my um, friend's shop, the the radiator, fuel cell, trans-tunnel. There's something else is going to do to it as well. Oh, rare um, fabrication work. And then I think probably going to paint the inside of it in that steel paint that you guys have got over there, which we can get here, but it's ridiculous expensive, I think.
0: Wait, how Maybe. much is it per can over there? Uh,
1: I think, Ooh, 60 bucks a can, I think, or 40, 40 or 60 a can
0: wait shit so i don't I don't know the um shit what's the fucking word i'm thinking sorry i'm i'm new to like it's, it's life like... What, <laughs> what would be the uh so it's like twenty, 20 it's it's for sure like twenty two American dollars right now yeah, i
1: think
0: it is um but what is the sixty dollar mark what is the denomination over there so how much i I'm sorry someone's probably fucking cringing right now because i don't I don't know what the uh the difference is the the dollar value of Australian dollars is
1: yeah I think it's like a dollar I don't know
0: it's something rather but it's
1: i think it's actually about 40, 40 a can for like a, a pressure pack you know rattle can um
0: That's fucking absurd thing. just buy the gallon
1: yeah it's probably what I'm going to end up doing to be honest but um by now the motor's in like it's sort of like a uh, yeah like a milestone sort of a thing and it's just um like we're in the process of trying to
0: buy a house and dude, get married dude. yeah yeah I haven't got um, that far I got the house thing but no, I don't know about the yeah oh, we're, weddings we're like cost about... a lot of money
1: yeah but that's a couple of, that's a couple of years down the track from now but um so it's sort of like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm slowly chipping away at it, mm-hmm. like, uh, as much as, a, like, a, I want to get the thing done, like, you know, it's been yeah, four years since I've, I've had this car, but at the same time, like, I'm also just trying to not blow my money on this car and not be able to afford a house, so it's sort of, or the honestly, wedding. the house will probably, yeah, yeah or the wedding, yeah.
0: Hmm. No, so I hear it's you. Just, I hear. I'm just
1: pro- trying to prioritize, but it's, um. It ain't easy. Nah, but then, you know, and then doing what I did with the other car where I made mistakes and bought stuff and then having to rebuy stuff, which I've just done with um, the Wise Fab in my car. So I bought, a, I bought a kit prior that I found online that looked cool. You know, I spoke to the guy and he, apparently he used to have something to do with um, Part Shop Max. So I'm like, cool, so it's properly designed. Yeah, you know, bought it, come over, put it in the car, and I'm seeing myself, well, that's a little. Uh, you know, doesn't quite seem right. And I I had him up and I said, Hey, what are the torque specs for the you know, for all these bolts and stuff? And he's kinda of going, i'm oh, not hundred percent sure to be honest. I'm like, Okay.
0: Wait, what? Like he wasn't sure yeah. what
1: bolts? Yeah, what what like what the torque you know, the torque the bolts down to and I'm like, Okay. Anyway, so I did some um investigation and it turns out the kit is actually made in China by another company and he he buys you know Bob buys it all and slaps a sticker on it and then um
0: sells it what color is the uh, kit it's blue is it iodized blue uh is it like a baby blue kind of I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about okay Uh, yeah
2: I'm, I'm, For I'm those of you who...
0: that are concerned or wondering, it starts with a week and ends with an end.
1: <laughs> I'm not naming anything. Um, but yeah, he, he sort of he sold me on this kit. And I'm like, but I've oh, heard, sounds really I, good. I've
0: actually heard good things about that fucking kit, though. So, like, I don't want to shit on it either. Um, yeah,
1: and, um, that, oh, what's his name? I, um, Ofer, I think it is. He's been on your podcast, he's up in Canada.
0: He runs it. And. Uh, CH Bala?
1: No, 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 no. He's, he's got that 50 if stuff.
0: No, no, and no he no, hasn't o- now. I think he had a different one before, but I could be wrong.
1: No, that Ophir, um, o- it's like Team 412 or something like that. Whole bunch of Canadian, Canadian uh, food
0: uh, together. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, yes. It's it's Ophir. And. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wish I still had his fucking whiskey glass. Because yeah, somebody like a, fucking a broke it away
2: orgy
1: conference call with them all
0: <laughs> terrible, um, I'll never do that again. They were great guests, but having yeah. too many people on it one time is fucking miserable as a podcast host, and oh, I yeah. think and, um, I could speak for myself when I say that, um
1: but yeah, so i got I got sold on the kit and I thought yeah, and
0: then I was putting it
1: in put mm-hmm. it in thought it seemed a bit off, but yeah, I ended up did the research on it and <sighs> Worked out it's from China, and then I was sort of having second thoughts like, you know, is this, is this part actually billet or is it just alloy? And then is this arm um, actually what it's supposed to be or is it not? And then I just thought, yeah, I'm probably gonna change it. And then I yeah, ended up um, going with WiseFab for it just because you know it's WiseFab, everyone knows what that is.
0: And no that's proven that's um did vice ever do like a second gen kit or a second iteration of that kit for the bmw or are they just kind of like stuck with what they had originally
1: um no so, yeah so i there is a second well it's kind of a second generation kit i guess like the um the control arm is different
0: the quote-unquote V two.
1: yeah like a v2 like the control arm design is different uh-huh. um and it's got uh home joints in it as opposed to ball joints. Oh, um,
0: okay. That so, makes like, sense.
1: so yeah. So like the original one had, uh, like the, the ball joint was obviously a ball joint, a traditional ball, joint. yeah, traditional ball joint, uh, but now it's a hind joint
2: mm.
1: and I'm not hundred percent sure what it was on the knuckle end of it, but I think it was a ball joint as well. I could be wrong.
0: I don't, I don't know but what it um, is, but I would assume it's just kind of like a model ball, with a fucking, uh, I don't know what they're called, but it's like a monoball yeah. with a the insert, so it can kind of like attach to the knuckle and to the monoball. I don't remember that's, what that part's called, but yeah, I know what you're
2: talking
1: yeah, about. Yeah, the hind point. Yeah, that's that's what it's, that's what it is. So yeah, it's like a V two. Seems to part. be like that an maybe, industry
0: standard right now.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, the generic turbo LS car monoball. Sure.
0: <laughs> Dude, um, yeah. yeah. But you're also looking at like a 600, 650 horsepower car. Like, there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah. Well, like, that was my theory. I'm like, oh, I'll just go with something that's proven worldwide and then I can get parts for. And I had a, had a bit of a nightmare get, getting the Weissfab because the shop I ordered it through ordered it through another shop who ordered it through their supplier who didn't actually order it from Weissfab. And it was like a three month ordeal. And then I ended up having to contact Wisefab going, hey, did you guys send out a kit to Australia or is someone telling me Porky Pies because it hasn't turned up? <laughs> and then, yeah, next thing you know, it turned up like about two weeks later.
0: I never told anybody this, but I'm actually a field suspension and Wisefab dealer. You told me that. I told you that. That's you right. That. I told you that, and maybe like fucking a handful of people. Yeah. Yeah, I never mentioned it on the podcast. I mean, you guys know now, so hit me up because I can use some money. Um,
1: Let's well, because like, I think I, I, you told me because I, I um I bought the remote water pump thing from Drift HQ, which I found out through the Adam LZ video when he did this big merger video, and I looked at it him going, "Holy shit, I want one of those!" and I bought that.
0: And you know, then I kind of um, want I one too, you'll... but I got a pump that works. Yeah, I think I saw talking to you It looks it fucking sick, little... though oh
1: yeah it's cool it's really nice would um, you pay
0: for that I can't remember huh
1: it was, I can't remember
0: you're it trying was... to forget is what you're trying to do because I know it's like $600 my cost so not that I'm a dealer but I'm just saying like as a as an average consumer that lives in America it's $600 yeah. to my door or probably more
1: yeah I, I honestly I can't remember it was, I don't think I think that was it might have been on sale actually but bullshit. what what, what, what impressed one. me was it was I ordered them on a Sunday night Australian, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and it was at my door, not the following Monday, but the Monday after. So
0: it
2: was like a Within, three like, two week. weeks.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. fucking absurd. That's a great... I think Drift HQ did, like, they fucking hit the nail on the head when it comes to, like... I mean, obviously not a fucking sponsor of this show, but, like, they yeah. hit the nail on the head when it comes to, like, having parts in stock, especially for, like, um Anything that's common, like LS, is obviously fucking common. So they're yeah. able to like ship that shit out. And I think that is a true um, Drift HQ like product. That is not an outsourced product. Like that's an in-house the, product that they had made for themselves.
1: The the water neck thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's their own. But it's got Drift HQ um, machined in, in the side of it. It's got white. Um, it's got their logo. Like an embossed or machine. Oh, so that
0: it. is the okay. So that's for sure a drift HQ product. Oh, well then that's yeah. even better. I think I think yeah. they hit the nail on the head. Um, I think that's a great company. Like if you need something now, especially we have like a again, sorry, cookie cutter build. Go yeah. to them. Yeah, well that's
1: because um, that's when I was talking to you about it, and I said I was, I was going to get the uh, feel four one ones or the four four ones or whatever they're called yeah um and you, like, you're on the website and you can select you know like true over,
0: mm-hmm. swift
1: springs and all that so that's about it like it's sort of it's you can pick stuff but it's limited and mm-hmm. then i think that's when you told me that you were the dealer for them I was, oh, I might have, i'm probably better off going for you because then i can be like um i've got Wisefab so they needed i don't know if it's the nuts are different but compatible for WiseFab and you know um i don't know if it's like change the spring rates to suit the rear radiator and all that sort of stuff, but it's um, like Drift drifting. Yeah, drifting. She's good for cooking kind of stuff. But I think.
0: Well, you've got to so sort of Taylor, just I don't know. I never said I wasn't allowed to. I well, I was never told I wasn't allowed to say this, but I can change like spring rates within like I don't know what's I don't know the 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 proper way to explain this, but what I I'll explain it the best way I can. So, if Feel makes a coilover set up for your vehicle, let's call it an E36. Yeah. And let's just yeah. say they give you 10K fronts with 5K rears. Okay? So, within that 10K front or the 5K rear, I am allowed to change it um, within a quote-unquote 2K spring rate. So, that means your 10K fronts can be as high as 12K. Or yep. as low as an 8k, and if you have the what is a 5k, I don't think you're in a, I don't think there's anything less than like a 4k. To be honest, um, I can go up, I can go as low as like a 4k, or as high as um, an 8k spring rate um, without an extra fee because of the way the valving works. Anything yeah. outside of that is an added charge. And then I would have to just kind of apply it to the, the final sale.
1: Yeah, I think that's a, a, like a general rule of thumb with any is if You can Correct. go up or down Yes, two kgs before they need to be revalved to suit the new spring. And then, like, I don't know if I'm if to change my like, my spring rates when I order them. Um, like, you see people posting on page all the time, oh, I want to get some off-the-shelf BCs, but what spring rate should I get? It's like, just get what they come with. The off-the-shelf like ones,
0: you asshole.
2: Yeah. Like, but you I mean, can also
0: actually call them and be like, hey, I have this vehicle, and they're going to have like a common... Kind of have like the common setup for that. Yeah. From my understanding, I mean, it's a Chelsea thing that kind of does it. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm I, gonna say. I, just, I But don't
0: quote me on that, because that's probably fucking wrong. Yeah,
1: because I know over there you can call up and be like, hey, uh, BC, uh, I want the Denofa Special. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, so I mean, I think it's like a a long stroke, shock or something like that is what the Dunova thing is. I don't, yeah, I yeah. Don't, I was gonna run BCs, but I'd rather run um, feel because it appears to be the combination to run when you get wi so
0: Correct. And then the same thing with okay. So for my personal experience with BC, uh, like I've called them, they don't. Okay, first and foremost, I'm a nobody. But if I'm like, <laughs> hey, I would like to order. A set for a CTSV, which they make, they will not honor a true coilover. Now, from my yes. understanding, if you talk to the right person, they will, but they don't. They don't know who the fuck I am, so they're going to tell me no. Um, but I've called them before because this is when I was like, building my car, and they were like, no, we can't do that. Like, you know, we've had customers issues in the past that said no. And same thing goes with yellow speed racing. Cause I called them as well. And I was like, yeah. Hey, cause they're the only, they're the only, well, they're not the only other company that makes coilers for my car. Um, they're one of the few and they're like, yeah, we, we don't do that. Um, but, but I've actually talked to like the, the gentleman at yellow speed racing. And he's even been like, Hey, I can do this for you, but you gotta give me like your specs for your car. Uh, yeah. You got to give me like measurements and stuff just to make sure. I was like, no, no, no. You don't need to change your coilover. I just need you to provide me with a fucking spring, a lock, and a spring seat. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone thinks it seems to be like um like an E46 issue where you kind of gotta like reinforce the uh, strut towers and stuff. But anybody who's yeah. seen like the CTS strut towers are like, oh, you actually don't have to do this for this vehicle. Um, the only people who have had problems with it are people who are running like an extra wide wheel in the back yeah. without telling them, hey, I have wider wheels, like an yeah. asshole. So it so it kind of fucked it up for the whole platform on both uh, BC Racing and Yellow Speed Racing's coilover setup. But feel is like, we don't care. We'll make you what you ask us for. What you ask yeah, us well, to
2: do. I
1: contacted the, um, the local rep for B, uh, yeah, BC in Australia
0: uh-huh.
1: and I said uh, how much is well, you know ha- how basically I went to him. I said I'm on true coilovers I think it was a BCER for an E46 and he turned and goes they don't exist and I said yes they do he goes, no they don't I said yes they do no no they don't I'm like I can show you photos he goes no no they don't exist then we don't have I'm like <sighs> Bitch, please. Right? They exist. <laughs> and he goes, and I said, he goes, oh, we, we can tailor make something. I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. I'll, <laughs> go. I'll go find something else. It's just like, oh.
0: <sighs> <sighs> it's, it's why I just stay with Phil. Like, don't get me wrong, they're expensive, and I don't get any special pricing outside yeah. of my dealer pricing. <clears throat> so, like, mm-hmm. when I build this fucking base model that I have, um i'm probably just gonna end up like swapping the shit from my race car since i'm not racing this year or 2022 yeah. and since i'm not racing i'm just gonna throw it on there and just buy another <coughs> set for it for the following year but it's it's very frustrating when they're like oh we're a, this company like we'll make you anything you want if you pay for it but like if you call us you better talk to the right person because if not you ain't getting what you want yeah
1: what when i um posted the photos of the when i put my engine in the car because mm-hmm. at the moment i have those lovely lovely max speeding rods in the front of the car and I, um and i bought them because they were 100 bucks mm-hmm. but i needed coilovers with the lock kit so that i could still move the car because obviously when you put the lock kit they have the um strut strut top that relocates the strut you Correct. can't use a, a, a factory shock yeah so i had to buy coilovers but i wasn't going to go out and buy my uh, uh, end goal shocks because I didn't actually know what I was getting at the time. So when I went and bought them, and someone hit me up and he goes, Oh, you've got all that money spent in your car, you get the LS3, you get the wide Street, but you got max speeding rods. I'm like, Did you miss the part of the caption where I said temporary coilovers? He's like, Oh, are like, no, I, $300 I did that.
0: I... for a fucking reason.
1: Yeah, and then
0: lower like, your I, voice. I run a, <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I, yeah, like I, I run a, a Commodore drift page. Uh-huh. and you get people like oh I want to put oh, what's the cheapest coil I can put in my car and I'm like why would you put cheap shit in your car it literally holds your car to the ground and there's
0: run stock just, suspension with cut springs at that point yeah like, <laughs> and I, hope for I, the best
1: yeah I, I, I can never understand why people I don't know what it's like over there but down here there's like a um, uh, like a a cloud of what's the word for it, uh mystery of sort of thing around drift cars in terms of a drift car doesn't need a handle you can just go buy 300 coilovers put them in run fucking steel wheels with like you know 195 tires on it and it beaded it off the wheels and it looks like a hunk of shit and I'm like oh it's my drift car it's like
0: no no you know just, what i think i'll say this to to add to what you just mentioned about that, so like I'll say yeah. like, you you can have your shit car. I I don't like I think I think that's a good thing. It kind of like you can have your shit car and then have like a real proper drift car or yeah. quote unquote a competition car. But those two yeah. cars are two completely different things, and I think that's what people don't really understand yet. Like so yeah, for instance, like with the, I, so I got that base model Cadillac that I, it's not done yet, but I have most of the parts I think, actually, the only thing I'm missing for it at this point is like I think fucking bushing like a couple of bushings, I have all the yeah. suspension bushings, I don't have the um the cradle bushings for this rear subframe, or the diff bushings, I think that's the only thing I'm missing yeah. outside of coilovers, but at the same time, yeah. it's like this car isn't meant to be like a high strung car. So I can use the cheaper Megan coil overs to fucking put around on and get to the track. Yeah. Those are two different yeah. things. But if I'm building a competition car, I'm going to put the feel stuff on it. I'm going to put the, the really good bushings on it. I'm not going to go with the cheaper company that makes the bushings. I want to go. I want the good one. You know what I mean? Like, there's a difference in quality product for a reason. And certain companies charge more for a fucking reason. Obviously, some of them back their product up. so They're like, hey, if you fuck up, you break this, I'm going to replace it. Not all companies yeah. are like that. um, But people kind of have this, this instinct like you can just throw shit on it. But that doesn't mean you're going to go compete with the other people who have the good stuff. Like, Those are yeah, two different but- things. I think did, grassroots did and the, competition are two different things, and people need to remember that.
1: Yeah, um,
0: did you see that post
1: I put on Facebook the other day? I, ha- I had someone out of the blue mm-hmm. hit me up on on uh, Instagram, and he's going, "You need to buy True Heart coilovers for your car." And I'm just like, he like he just spammed true the shit out. True what? I'm like, True True Heart. I think they were. I've never I've never heard of them personally, but and he's going and I'm like. I I looked at it and it's like $600 for a set of four and I'm like that's ridiculous yeah and I'm like "Oh, look thanks but I'm actually looking at running feel Um, and then he goes no no don't worry about feel you need to run these no and then I'm like and I posted a whole lot of the screenshot up there but he just kept like bombarding me with all the stuff and then he and I said mate I I appreciate you, you know you're trying to thing but I want to run this in this car and he goes oh but you need to run you need you need to run these i'm like i don't want to sound rude i'm not putting six hundred dollar coil in a fucking competition drift car no no way no there's no and, way. He, and yeah and then he kept like he it got really weird because at one point he's like um i'm gonna exorcist perform an exorcism on you and i'm just mm-hmm. like what the fuck and then that's the what I put up there. Then he carried on going, um, your roll cage. You need to, you need to take the roll cage out of your car. You need to put in an E36 roll cage because E equals something, three equals something, and six equals something. And it was it was he was turning it into like a god thing. And I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about,
0: dude? Are real gonna... on the internet? Yeah, and I'm just oh, like, I'm, I fucking hate the I internet just, lately. Yeah, I was no, just I like, get it. I was, yeah, and then like the company that
1: did my roll cage in my, in my car is called um, Black Arts Fabrication, and he's going, he posts a photo of my roll cage. He goes, "If you crash, Black Arts won't save you." And I'm just like, "What the f- fucking?"
0: Okay, yeah, but I've seen your roll cage. Your roll cage looks really well done. Like, yeah, but, yeah,
1: because um, I got it. I got them. To, I got them to do it to, um, like we have a sanctioning body in Australia called CAMS.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I
1: don't know what it stands for, but it's a CAMS approved roll cage. So that's why. And Is it's, it also
0: FD approved or no?
1: I don't know. I think so. It's it's designed to be a competition level cage.
0: No. Um, the, what does your cage consist of? Because I know you, I know you have the six point. So I know you have like the. Um, I've seen your cage before. That's the reason. So yeah. you have the front that goes down to the yep. front and then you have the door bars that goes to the B pillar with your main hoop yep. and then you have the rear ones that go to your to the rear towers. Do you have yes. intrusion bars? Uh not to the firewall, I don't know. So, we don't. So you would need those to be FD legal outside of what your yeah. cage is. Yeah. Cuz I, I remember you I not it, it's a vague memory. Um, yeah, but I do remember you having like a legit cage up with the exception yeah, even, of possible like intrusion bars.
1: Yeah, like even my Commodore had a, a proper um, up to spec cage, because mm-hmm. um, like the one the one like you know, we'll sort of kind of cut corners in places, but the one place I don't cut of corners is safety. Yeah, yeah. um, so that's why I have proper cages, proper seats, proper belts. Um obviously I wear a race suit even though I don't have to. Yeah helmet. Um do you, do, you do it to feel cooler than everybody? Sometimes just but <laughs> just sometimes, kidding. but in Australia when it's uh you know, thirty two degrees Celsius in the summer, it's fucking hot.
0: Hang on and hang like on, I'm, hang on, hang on. I gotta convert uh, you gotta,
1: that. You gotta convert that, okay. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. give me two seconds. Uh, yeah. Hot. 32 right <laughs> Celsius. Yep, nope, don't worry. I'm on it. Oh, you're worried about 89.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. Yeah. Wait, with what humidity? Cuz those are two different things. So, 90 degrees <laughs> with a dry heat and 90 degrees with a fucking Fahrenheit, we're talking I'm talking Fahrenheit, so we'll talk about your 32 degrees. Uh, Can, with paranoid. or without humidity? Because those are two big differences.
1: The fuck Fucking Fahrenheit. Can you speak English? <laughs> um, no, the humidity in Australia sucks.
0: It's oh okay. But, so I I gotta be mindful. I Never fucking travel there. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's okay. That's understandable. Then. So you're yeah. usually, you know, you get out the shower, you dry off, and you're wet again. Got it.
1: Yeah, like like
0: said,
1: Yeah, <laughs> humidity. I, I've never I've never been to Florida, but I'm imagining it's what the weather in Florida is like from what I've heard, like very muggy, um, humid, humid, like thick and hot, and it's um.
0: And it's when you came, from... us, i have never been there as well.
1: Yeah, I've been knew, to Hawaii.
0: Knew... It sucks there. Humidity is a bitch.
1: See, I want to go to Hawaii. You're a bastard. You in Hawaii? And hey, honestly,
0: it's the uh, just before we get a little bit off. It's the only place I've ever traveled. Like I've never done anything with my life. The only reason I went there is my girlfriend was like, "Fuck you, you're going. We're going to Hawaii." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> I will. I will go to Hawaii with you." And I did not regret one second of it.
1: Yeah, I, I want to go there, but <laughs> but yeah, it's just um, yeah, it does get. Hot in that car. Um, I actually thought about getting, you know, those little um, helmet air pump things that you, the most of the FD guys have. Um, I thought about getting Fresh those, air pumps. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if you, look, like if, if you do a Matsuri over here, look, you, you're waiting out on the track because they they don't hot lap. They do um, start stop. Mm-hmm. So you can start do your, you know, 30-second run, and then you're lining back up again for, like, you know, 10 minutes in the fucking, in the heat, and it just kills you.
0: You know Um, what? I've heard the same thing, too. Um, Actually, my buddy and I were just talking about it. He's he's more into off-roading. I had a, uh, I don't know what it is. It's one of those side-by-side fucking things, those off-road car things. Not like a dune buggy, but, like, actually, I think it's faster than, like, a dune buggy. Anyways. Uh, We were just talking about that today, and he is mentioning the same thing. Like, he has, like, a fresh air pump kit. Mm. Because they ride in the desert during the hot summer, but their riding season is also during, like, fall and winter. So, you know.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a little bit different than having, sitting at Irwindale in the middle of the fucking, of a bowl, so to speak. Yeah. At 120 degrees Fahrenheit. On the track, sometimes up to, like, 130 degrees in your car. Um, But from my understanding, that is, like, a game changer when it comes to, like, that fresh air kit. Like, the cool suit does its own job. But when you add, like, the fresh air pump kit, it's a fucking completely different experience. Because not only are you sweating your ass off inside that helmet, so as soon as you have, like, all that wetness in there, and then you, you get the pump going... It's kind of like a uh, swamp cooler.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, don't, I probably won't even run it in my helmet. I think I'll just have the hose sort of loose so you can, you know, chuck it in, down the front of your shirt or something like that. I don't head, think that's but... how
0: that works. I think it's supposed to go in your helmet, man. I think the cool suit's for the fucking, to keep your body cool. Oh, I don't
1: know. I'll figure it out. I'll worry about that when my car goes. <laughs>
0: did, you, did, did, you, uh, did you get a cool suit yet? No. Before you buy one, before you buy, like, the whole complete kit, um, yeah. Blake Vanthoff, he's been on this podcast that. before. Yeah. I think he just recently built an E92. He went from, like, an E36 yeah. to an E92. Um, yeah, he's he has a... Them. He has a YouTube video showing you how to do it um, where you pretty can, sure. like, make your own and you can save a couple hundred bucks.
2: So, yeah, you can you, sure you can make, that. like,
0: your own tank setup. And then you just buy, like, the cool suit shirt. Yeah. And then, but I will say, because I only have the cool suit shirt. Like, I don't have anything outside of that. I think I spent, like, 50. I think I spent 250 bucks all in. I got the original prototype that my buddy Andrew made. Yeah. Which still works. Obviously, I don't drive as much as I'd like to, but it does work. It's worked for, quote, unquote, we'll call it 10 events in um, yep. like a used shirt, which is probably not not my proudest moment <laughs> that I bought, um but it was like fifty bucks for the shirt, so I was like I had to take it. um But I think I am like two fifty into that whole fucking thing, and I don't hate myself when I'm driving.
1: Well, that's fair enough. That's I don't know. I might look into that, but I think for what I'm currently doing, like well, when I get it going, will be mostly just um like the casual drift nights. I think. Cool shit might be a little bit excessive. Um, cause you know, like
0: it gets fucking hot at night, especially. If it's yeah,
1: in. yeah, like because the majority of the, the, the track days that we have here are uh, on a Friday night. Um, from about I think it's like four o'clock to ten, four p.m. to about 10 p.m.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think it's like every second Friday of the month, so it's like you can drive pretty much, you know, year round. And then there's another another little track near where I, I live uh, that Luke think runs the go kart track. Well, ex go kart track. Mm-hmm. I think he does them every night, every week as well. But
0: yeah, but how far are of, you from that? Because I know Australia is kind of like rather large. Rather, yeah, <laughs> that's an understatement.
1: Um, so from from my house to Queensland, Rashway is about forty five minutes.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, um, not bad.
1: Yeah, and then because where I work, I I work. Um maybe halfway between home and the track probably not halfway, but you know, quarter of the way from home to the track. So I would load my car on trailer, take it to work, go to work, and then head out to the track after work. Yeah, makes sense. Um which is yeah, which saves a lot of time. Um and then Luke Finks track, Archfield, is actually halfway between home and work in the opposite direction so coming towards home i think about halfway so either like i can go either one
0: so one either way you're work. looking at like an hour to an hour and a half commute to either track right uh
1: to luke's track it's probably about a 20 minute from work uh and to the queensland raceway it's probably about half an hour
0: No. Oh, so it's work. not even
1: yeah it's not it's and As big as Australia is, um, yeah, the two main tracks in Brisbane, anyway, are relatively close. There is another track that I drove uh, in competition, which is about three and a half hours mm. from where I live, and that was um, that was a good little track, but they don't do drifting anymore, unfortunately. And I actually had a, I had a memory pop up of an in-car footage from that track today. I watched it and I was a bit depressed because I'm like, I haven't drifted in like eight since 2018 because I don't have a car. But
0: no, I I, I get it. Like, I, I was complaining the other day that I haven't drifted in like six months because, like, I'm trying to, I just, I just fucking paid off all my credit cards. Like, my credit card debt is zero. I still have some other loans that I gotta take care of, but. Yeah. My credit card debt is zero at the moment, and I want to keep it that way. And I don't, oh, yeah. 100% do not want to get hit back into credit card debt with racing, so what I've been doing is actually been working cars on the side. So if you're in SoCal, and you have a Cadillac C D S V, come fucking talk to me, because that's my specialty, and I also <laughs> do other shit.
1: Yeah, but well, I'm just headed um, like, yeah, 2018 was the last time I drove my old car. And then I... What happened? Oh, I sat out on... I, um, what did I do? I changed the fans, I think, for some reason. And the fans didn't work. And I sat on the grid while someone was refusing to get towed off the track because I had a, a, fa- a mechanical. And um, my car basically overheated and blew the radiator. Well, I'm sitting on the grid, so I had to, yeah, drive off the track. And I had some kid come up to me. He was, like, harassing me for a ride most of the day. And he goes, oh, oh c- can I come for a ride now? And I'm just like, really? Look at my radiator, mate. It's fucked.
0: Oh. You know what and you then, also yeah, to... can do? What? Take your fucking passenger seat out.
1: No. <laughs> I, like a pa- I like having a passenger seat because I've taken people for... I, I, taking people for rides that have gone on to get a drift car of themselves.
0: Which I don't disagree is... with that. But what I am yeah. saying is fuck them kids. Um uh, especially that, if they're asses about that. it. No, I, I have heard like horror stories from like certain drivers that are like, dude, I've had this fucking guy in my car and he's a fucking dirtbag. Uh, but I've also heard like stories like you just said, like, oh I had somebody in my car and it was great experience and I fucking tandemed with them, you know, X amount of years yeah. or a time later you know what i
1: mean yeah well, like my my logic well logic theory behind it is like you can go to the track and you have a, like a, spare, a empty seat and then you know some kid might come up to you and be like oh hey i really like your car you know can i go for a ride and you're like yep yeah, cool so you throw them in and then i'm um, I, I don't i don't think you've got a passenger seat but when i put someone in, in the car it's never i don't know i'll we'll go out there and i'll give them a fucking ride. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and my, like my theory was like, you know, if I take some kid who's never been to a track before, never been in a drift car before, and his first experience is with me in my car. And then he goes out and buys a drift car, which as I said, did happen to someone. Um, then that's great. Cause then you bring more people to the sport. Yeah. But then the other, the other one is I might take someone for a ride and then, you know, he might get out and goes, Oh, Hey, my dad, owns his company and he's actually looking to sponsor a car and you know and then he might go to his dad and dad yeah you know,
0: next thing you know you what get kind there. of fucking perfect world are you imagining in your little head
1: i don't know but it sounds really
0: good and it might happen did, did, that, hang on did that did is that something like you really thought of because i i think about the same thing and i want to discuss that for a second
1: yeah no like that that, that was one um one of my theories behind if you come up to me at the track and I'm not having a bad day, and you ask me for a ride, I will give you a ride. No, so like,
0: I, 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 I get I, it, and I, I get um, it. And, and, and uh, in uh, I think about that too, and I think about like not giving someone a shitty attitude. Well, technically, well, it may seem like I have a shitty attitude on this podcast from time to time, um, <laughs> just the way I act out about things. But I don't act like yeah. that towards people like who I just met. Like, I might tell you to fuck off if you're, like, come at me sideways if I think you're kind of, like, yeah. being, you know, kind of shitty. And but at the same time, I'll be like, oh, I'm usually pretty, like, cool with people. Like, oh, hey, how yeah. are you? Like, I, I'm never, like, an asshole off the bat unless you're, like, you give me some weird energy and I'm like, dude, don't fuck Yeah, well, that. it's
1: same with me. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's
0: with anybody. But it, But at the same yeah. respect, it's like... I've also thought about that same thing that you just said out loud. Was like, oh, what if it's somebody who wants to sponsor me? Like, we need to be realistic about this. That's not how yeah, life I'll, works. I work for yeah, a living. I'm, you work for a living. Yeah, shit don't happen like, yeah. like that. Unfortunately,
1: <laughs> it probably never happened. But there's always that possibility of it. Uh, uh, agreed. And that's and that's why I'm, my I'm always happy to give anyone a ride. He wants a ride. It's just like you know, one day I you think might.
0: I I don't want. Like... In and I'll and I'll and I'll close with this because uh, we're gonna have to end it soon because my girlfriend's about to get home from work. It's fucking okay. twelve sixteen in the morning here. Uh, and I'll close with this. Yeah. And and uh, I will say that I don't want to ever give somebody a ride because I expect something out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and I'm not yeah. saying that's what you want either. But I I would want to give somebody that ride along because of what you first said. Yeah. I want somebody who's never had the experience to have this and be like, fuck, I just had my first ride-along. I want to do this now. Um, yeah. Now, my first experience was, like, at an FD event. I didn't get a ride-along. I've actually... What am I... It's 2021. I got into drifting in, in 2015, and I've never had a ride-along, and I don't desire one. But... Yeah. um Like, it's, it's, uh, it's, I wouldn't want my experience and my, the way I am, my character, like, where I don't want that ride along. I don't want to change that for somebody else who would want the ride along to see if they really like it. Yeah. Um, I would, I would much rather have somebody be like, Hey, can I have a ride along? Because I may change their perspective on something and be like, Oh, I want to pursue this as well. Not so much as, I'm hoping someone fucking picks me up as their driver for this. Um, granted, oh, yeah. this isn't oh, a perfect world, so I'll assume that's never going to happen. Like, I I never yeah. see that as a possibility of me giving somebody a ride-along, which I never have. But I never, yeah. I'll never, i never think about that in the back of my head.
1: Yeah, no. Like I said, it, it probably never happened, but you never know. like you
0: Agreed. Agreed. And I don't disagree. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but it's just like... From my point of view it's like a realistically thing like that's not gonna yeah. fucking happen. Like who has yeah. that happened for?
1: Yeah. Like I, I went to Matsuri earlier in the year
0: and uh-huh. um the the guy that I actually
1: gave the ride to who went out and bought a car, he he was there and he goes, Oh come for a ride, come for a ride, I'll take you for a ride you, you know, you can give me some pointers and I'm like, Yeah, I'm keen but my um mate that I was with Mm -hmm. bitched out and he wanted to go home he also he knew the same guy that's how um the guy got the ride in my car because he knew my friend Mm -hmm. and then he bitched out and we went home and i'm like i was supposed to go for a ride with old mate and you know he goes oh whatever
2: okay
0: but yeah it's
1: just um that's probably like one of not i don't know i'm proud of it but it's you know when when you take a you know, quote unquote random person for a ride and track and then fast forward a couple of years and then they're going, Look, I've got my own car, I've got my own car, come for a ride. You know, and then he, he even said to us he said to his, his girlfriend while I was standing there and he goes, This is the guy this guy is the reason I have a drift car. He took me for a ride, he got me fucking hooked on it. And I'm just like I was like cause I was working on his car for him too and I'm just like oh, I'm feeling a little humble at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: I, I think I think in uh, in hindsight, like I think people know what they want to do, and yes. and I, what I'm gonna describe is an asshole. Do you know what an asshole is?
1: Oh, don't don't get me. Started. People that ask your opinion, I've got one one person that I know here. He'll hit me up, and go, hey mate, what would you do for this? What would you do for that? What would you do for this? So I'd be like, do this, this, this. He'll then go and post in our group and go the exact same question. What do I do? What do I do? people give him something else something different and he'll do that and like I, so basically he's mind. made
0: up his mind already but he was just asking around yeah that's what an asshole is he's waiting yeah, for like somebody that. to confirm it uh <laughs> but it's yeah. funny it's like i'm i'm the same way and i i don't necessarily like that part about me but i do do it yeah um and then like in the um in the end of it it's like I know what I want to do, so I've stopped asking so many questions. But you gotta be mindful, yeah. like, this person who got, who's like, oh, this is the reason I got into drifting, like, they knew they wanted to get into drifting, but they yeah. needed that little piece of, like, push of, like, oh, I'm gonna do this because this person gave me the answer I was looking for. Like, I made up yeah. my mind, but I needed someone to be like, yes, you're gonna do this. We're all yeah, a little yeah. bit of an ass way.
1: Yeah, well- what gets me though is just when people ask your opinion, but then they you know get someone else and then go with their one. It's just like,
0: why? did they not ask me. They they um, wanted they, they were waiting for somebody to give them the answer they wanted.
2: Yeah, and were I he's... think
0: I'm guilty of that. I think it's it's not my fucking proudest. Um.
1: The, the other the other one the other ones I can't stand are the ones who go into a group on uh-huh. Facebook without searching and they'll just they'll ask the question straight off the bat. Yeah. And it's like that's been covered so many times. Whereas like I'll, without searching. I'll go, <laughs> yeah, without searching. And um like I'll go and I'll research myself. Like I, I asked um um what's his name? Andy uh, Haitley or Heatley or the E30? guy with the orange E thirties building the forty six. Yeah. He he posted something the other day um like a dial in the bow housing uh-huh i don't don't know thing but i hit him up i said hey is that necessary for you know quick time bow housings because that's what i've got and he goes oh you should absolutely do this and i'm like he
0: doesn't have a quick time he does i thought he had a mcleod i don't know is I'm it orange sure or black those are two different black. things it's black oh, he has a quick time Okay. Um and he
1: said, Yeah, it's absolutely hundred percent necessary to do it. And I'm just like, Well I never did that. I just slapped my GSR on and blew it on the motor and off I went.
0: <laughs> oh oh are you talking to oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, I bought my bell housing from Rick and he sent me those same instructions. <laughs> Didn't yeah. even fucking look at them.
1: <laughs> what I don't I don't know what it is, what he did, what the It's instructions it's just are.
0: making sure that you're like your bell housing is like fucking like a true center. Because Rick it, not it's not a rick thing it's it's like a common thing with like a force especially a four speed of all things um is yeah. to like not have your trans like truly centered to like your pilot bearing type situation and okay. it can kind of cause problems and like even if it's okay. off just a hair it's an yeah. issue but the but the problem is it's like with like an ls or a chevy motor and those are the yeah. only two things i have experience with is like um the dowel pins yeah so you have the dowels like i can't fucking move this thing like that's it yeah it's when i put it on that's where it's at and like some people will argue like oh you could fucking move it like very little at all and then yeah it'll line you up but like i've never had like a bad situation granted i'm only doing like four fucking 50 horsepower max to the wheel and i don't think my car's that at all i think it's probably like fucking 380 probably um but, like, I've never had that issue, but I've heard so many people be like, you have to fucking take care of it. Uh, and I've seen people, yeah. like, spend their time doing it. I'm like, well, how do you do it when you change your clutch? Because I know for a fucking fact, you're not doing that trackside. Yeah. Nobody's doing yeah. a trackside.
1: Yeah. Uh, like, I I was fortunate I didn't have any, um, like, any, with my old car, I didn't have any any major engine or Anything driveline or anything gearbox related issue-wise, like I blew axles, I blew brake lines,
2: mm-hmm. blew
1: radiators, blew wiring looms, like did all that stuff. But I, the one thing that never stopped, never stopped, was the engine or the gearbox. Everything yeah. else, I blew blew the diff apart, I blew the crown wheel apart, did that. But yeah, just, I don't know. That's fun fun thing about having a car, I guess.
0: <laughs> right. No, but Alrighty man. I think I'm gonna call it. Yeah, that's all good. Yep. Uh thank you for coming on. Uh how do people find you, sir?
1: Um, you can find me on Instagram, which is uh Troyster four five five. Uh-huh. Uh and Facebook is Trippin' Out Motorsport. And I think, yeah, just Troy Tripp on Facebook if you want to add
0: me. And you got, like, what, 500,000 subscribers on YouTube now? What's your YouTube?
1: Uh,
0: I don't remember. I think
1: it's tripping Out Motorsport as well, and I think I've got three.
0: <laughs> I know, but I'm funny. Um, a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a I comedian on the side. But, <laughs> alrighty, man, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. No, that's a good Alright man. Blade, you blade. have a good night, dude. We'll we'll uh yeah, we'll definitely talk again soon. Uh how much longer yeah. till the car's done? Ideally. I do
1: not know do not know. I d I don't know. I I'm hoping next year, sometime.
0: Hopefully. Alright, let's chit chat next year this time. Yep, all good. Alright man. You have a good night. Okay. You right. too. Bye-bye. See you,
1: bye bye. See bye.